Ladies and gentlemen, good morning. This is Saeed Bagheel, the brand scientist. What a great honor to connect again. It's been a while. It's been a while, you know, since that clubhouse has just launched. I've been caught on that stage for a while, but so glad to be back and drop some of my few thoughts on uh, brand uh, to my great audience across the Middle East. Uh, my love and passion for the Arab world is what makes me think and inspires me to give. I love my people, I do, and I wish for them to thrive across the globe. Like I've always said, my dream is to have the Arabic brand competitive globally. And I hope that my thoughts here that I share and I've shared in several uh, episodes helps you and many like you to understand the fundamental of brand before you embark on a journey that only the agency or the consultant understands and yet you don't know what to do with it and how does it function and how does it uh, impact bottom line. I absolutely love sharing my thoughts because giving is in the heart of the Arabian uh, hospitality. Um, so today, is, there are many thoughts that we discussed in the past and a lot of thoughts that actually cross my mind often whether if I'm in a meeting or in a, one of the brand sessions and recently on the core code, my think tank on brand in the clubhouse. So if you're in the clubhouse, I have two clubs, the brand scientist and the uh, think tank. So if you want to see my episodes where you can ask, uh, sorry, if you want to see my rooms when you ask questions on brand, please follow us under the clubhouse, well, uh, follow us on the clubhouse. The, the, the club is called the brand scientist. So um, become a member there, follow the, uh, the club. We regularly have 30 minutes, ask your questions where you're able to come on stage and ask your question. So what are we talking about today? You know, there's a lot of talks about brand. So when somebody explains brand, it explains the holistic approach, which includes every element, positioning, attributes, and so on. Uh, but there's one side of the brand that most people uh, or expert often uh, skip. So they talk about, so if you go to brand definition, brand is a single idea that holds a distinctive value delivered through the experience okay so if we hold that if we hold to hard that that statement itself has a lot of parts a lot of different compositions or components that hold the holistic approach of brand which is the attribute the core the value the purpose the promise the positioning the unique selling proposition and on so on so on so on so on and relevance and so on but what is it that holds all this together? I mean, if we talk about from a general perspective, everything that I just mentioned now and within the definition is so true. But what is it that one thing that most often the experts or consultants skip? They actually skip defining the brand. So they tell you what the idea is, they tell you what the distinctive value is, they tell you how the experience is, but they always miss the definition. They miss what? The definition. 
you know, theories are great, but let's give examples to support this theory. In the case of Apple, Apple has always been in business. And we all know Apple has always been in business. But what sort of business has Apple been in the past? It's been in computers. So it was always Apple computers. The word computer refers to the category or the sector that Apple operates in. But it does not contribute to the Apple brand apart from, this, apart from the value of the service or product. Which is the functional side of it. But the word computer only gives a reference, but it's not the actual value. So what happened in all this back in the 50s or 60s, or sorry, back in the 70s or 80s that give the computer reference, what happened today? What happened today is Apple defined their brand. Rather than just talking about the value of experience and the distinctive idea, they defined the brand. So are they in the Apple, are they in the business of computers? No, they're not. No longer in the business of computers. They're in the business of innovation. That's the definition. They're in the business of innovation. I mean, to take Google, for example. Now, people will ask you, Google, does this guy, Google, does this, this, and that, and that. So, Google Drive, um, Google Search, Google Meet, Google Duo. I, I think they call it Duo without Google Duo. Uh, and so on, so on, so on. But everything that's related to information has been grouped together as one family. Whether the drive is, whether search is, whether the explore, which is the Google Chrome and so on and so on, the Google family. What Google did here is they realized when they entered the social sphere, which is the social media sphere, and they failed with Google Buzz and Google Plus and all that stuff, it didn't work because Google depended so much on the current attributes or their equity and, 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 and you know, when an average mind, an average mind brand consultant will tell you, oh, Google has the money. Google has the world's money. It doesn't matter how much money you have if you cannot get the fundamental right. So Google realized this and they started going into groups. Now, the Google brand cannot endorse anything outside the information. So let's say Google was in the, in the business of what? Of search engine when they first launched. So what sort of business are they in today with the name Google? Are they in the internet business? So is everyone else. Are they in the social business? So is everyone else. In fact, Google captures, owns information. This word, this word, Google owns it too hard. No one would ever be able to take this away from Google unless they become extremely innovative to the values that Google's offering today. So what sort of business is Google in? Google is in the, in the information business. Information. Google owns it, Google defined it. So the moral of the story here, in this whole brand journey, if there's no definition, the brand journey fails, no matter how much attributes you do and so on. So most branding agencies, the big ones, into brand and so on, when they hand over the, uh, the brand guideline, what we call in our profession brand asset, they hand it over to the 
chief marketing officer who probably has a very average understanding of how to roll out their brand unless he gets the support of advertising agency. I'm going to get back to that. And the board and the management base have very basic understanding or below basic on how brand fun- functions apart from what an agency is going to deliver. So the usual drive is this. Call the agency, call the communications and so on. Sit with them. We're going to launch our brand. We're going to launch what? Our brand. Who does this? Initiative? Marketing. So here, if you are the new information owner instead of Google, you're giving marketing to launch information to the world and educate the world. There's a new revelation on information apart from Google. That's going to be the game changer. Marketing drives this to advertising... Uh, um, PR and so on and so on okay if this is the right way to do it brand fails first and foremost you need the internal branding second the internal stakeholders need to be on board the brand and understand the value of the brand and live the experience prior to the external stakeholders that means your CEO your C-suits and board needs to be need to understand now if they don't understand what is and how it works that's when you bring an expert on brand to onboard them so the journey which starts internally is far more stronger than marketing just driving by himself a one arm of the or one function of the business and leaves every other function on its own I mean we've seen this when in Nahdi repositioned back in um, 2011 that's exactly what they did they launched on the advertising agency and none of their experience in store changed how do you launch on billboards and tv commercials and when i come to your store to buy something i still see the old store the so the old habits even the gentleman that's behind the counter the pharmacy the uh, the the pharmacist behind the counter has no clue of what you guys are doing oh this is just a marketing campaign he called it a marketing company. I remember I did it by myself, so, so nobody can claim that this is false. No, I did it. I was living in Saudi when that happened. I was living in Jeddah. So that's one example. So you start inside before outside. Brand definition is key. Or brand fails. Absolutely. You waste your money on advertising trying to claim equity and awareness, which the school of P&G says... Um, and it only works for, uh, in most cases, we cannot apply what, F, what works for FMCG in hospitality and other places. Brand, brand functions differently in different sectors. There are different attributes that are supposed to be acquired. There's sort of different experiences. Values even differ. Product and service are two different things. Sectors are very different. If we can get brand to the fundamental understanding, like I've always been advocating for, we will win as a region. But unfortunately, unfortunately, and this may be truth, the intellectual asset is not as important as the network space. So. A gentleman who sits in a network who has a better network gets the business, no matter if he's, he, know, he knows it or he doesn't know it. 
and the person with the intellectual space is not qualified because he lacks the network. And this is why brands fail in the Middle East. I mean, you need to highlight the solution. So you need to highlight the problem and highlight the solution in order to fix. But sitting down and saying, oh, we're doing, well, you've been doing brand and speaking about brand for the past 25 years. Where are your brands on a global stage today? You probably have less than 1%. Less than 1%. Even less than 0.5%. In Charles Lizier in Paris, there's a store for Abdul Samal Qurashi, who has many stores in Saudi Arabia and many parts of the region, I believe. So he opened in Paris just to flag out that a global brand. That's not how it works. Or because he has a store, another store in Istanbul. That's not how it works. The idea of having an international city part of your mapping, it's not the road to global market. The road to global market is identifying the key elements and raising the culture and the awareness of how these values that you bring in to this new norm, are they able to adapt to it eventually? Not just opening a store on Champs-Élysées because you know all the Arabs walk up and down on Champs-Élysées. Anyone that's been to Paris knows Champs-Élysées and everyone in Paris knows that Arabs love to walk from, all, from, the, from the Arc of Triumph all the way down. And on the right there's LV. And Abdul Samad Quraysh is way in this, on the right, right center, right center, right across from uh, uh, Five Guys. Or is it next to Five Guys? I don't remember. Anyways, get brand right, please. I beg you. Get the map right. Please, it's costly. Haram, haram. Haram. Really, I, I fear... And I, I'm sad when I see wrong applications just because somebody wants to fuel his ego. Thank you very much. Have a good one.